my friends, welcome to On Point with Rachel Turgerman. I'm so glad you can join us tonight. My friends, the Miami-Dade County Property Appraiser's position is up for election on August 18th. Who is elected is vital for all of us. As a matter of fact, the revenues for the property taxes year 2020 accounts for $3.5 billion out of the $8.9 billion of the Miami-Dade County budget. What does this mean? that unequivocally, this office is the financial engine, if you will, of Miami-Dade County's budget. Joining us tonight is Maricel Centeno, candidate for Miami-Dade County property appraiser. How are you, Marisol? I'm doing great, Rachel. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited. Well, we're excited to have you, Marisol. Obviously, you heard my introduction to all of our viewers, and your position that you're running for is extremely important for all of us because we're all paid taxes. So obviously, you know, uh, I want everybody to know your platform today and I want everybody to get to know you. How about that? That's great, I like it. Okay, I wanna first start off with congratulating you for putting your hat as the next property appraiser. So congratulations for that. Thank you. Let's talk a little bit about you. Where were you born? I was born in the Dominican Republic in, in this tiny little town on the Southwest side. Um, my family, we're all from there. It's called Tamayo. It's close to the Southwest area. Nice. Well, that's beautiful. I've never been, but I heard it's beautiful. And I'm due for a vacation. So <laughs> you still have family over there or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of my family is down there. Only my mom, my brother, and I are here. And a sister out in England. Um, but my dad lives out there. I still have my grandmother. She's 100 wow. years old. My aunts and uncle, yeah, the whole family came out of this really, really small town, but that brought out really great people. That's beautiful. So how did you get to Miami? Tell us. So, you know, as all Dominicans were all uh, migrating all the time, um, my dad, uh, he was very, very forward thinking. Um, he was able to get to New York and then uh, he, he brought my sister and I when I was about nine years old in the 70s. Wow. And um, it, was, it, it was such a great experience, Rachel. That certainly changed the life of my sister and I. Um, so we were from like this little town that there's like no running water. And, you know, we always have the, the problem with the electricity. And uh, <laughs> I always remember so clearly uh, when we landed in New York, it was in the, at nighttime. Okay, and there were so many lights, seeing the, all those lights in the highway, and then it's the beautiful. I was like, my goodness. You said, wow. Yes. Well, I don't know if you know this, and I know a lot of our viewers know that I'm from New York too. I was born in Panama, and I came to the U.S. when I was three months old. So I'm also like a New Yorker, and you know, we're friendly people, as you can see. You're very friendly, my soul. So my hat off to you. Thank so you. So let's talk about the degrees that you have. Talk to us. So um, after I raised my children, I had already originally started uh, at the University of Miami. I worked there, so I was going part-time, but then I had my kids and I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, and that's how I became an appraiser. So when they went to college, uh, when the second one went to college, I decided to go back to school. 
I oh, graduated cool. from Miami Dade College, uh, taking classes while working at uh, with a degree in supervision and management. And then when I switched to the county, I decided to go for my master's degree. I graduated from FIU and uh, uh, public master's in public administration. Yes. Beautiful. So now let's turn over to the uh, property appraiser's office, Marisol. Can you tell all our viewers, how do you guys establish the, the Miami-Dade County property appraiser's office? How do you guys establish the property taxes that we have to pay in our property, number one? And the second part of my question is, if we are not happy with the assessment of the tax bill, how can we appeal it? Right. So, so that's one of the things that in my platform, Rachel, I, I believe the office should have more transparency and more communication with the taxpayers. Good. Because our office establishes the, va the value, the assessment of each individual property, right? But then the county and the municipalities establish the millage rate, okay? And that can fluctuate according to the budget that the municipalities and the counties need. And then that multiplied by the assessed value is how you get your taxes. So those are paid to the tax collector. Okay. But the office, the office uh, when people, people are going to be getting their trim notices in about a week and a half, two weeks, and they think that uh, their taxes are too high. But it may be that the millage rate changed because the, the municipalities needed a different budget, or it could be that the property value increased, right? So uh, that's how we do it, uh, and uh, people have the right when they can, when they receive these proposed tax notices to come to the office and, and talk to us and see if they can get a reduction. And if they don't, which is one of the, the issues, um, they can file an appeal at the Value Adjustment Board. Um, okay. it's, a, it's, a, it's a slightly intricate system that only if you have the knowledge you're able to, to do it. And right. uh, with, with my platform, one of the things is um, the people, our website is only in English. So that's a huge disadvantage to our Hispanic, uh, Spanish people. I'm surprised to hear that because we're, you know, we have some diversity here and we love the riches and our diversity. So it's only in English? It's only in English. Right it's now. Right now. And uh, so it's the only county website that's in English only. So that's one of my platforms and my proposals because it disenfranchises so many problems. Right. Interesting. Yeah. And talking about that, then uh, let's talk about your career. Take us through your journey of your career, your work experiences, and how has your work experience made you a strong candidate for the next property appraiser of Miami-Dade County? So, so that's the, another amazing story. I'm only the second woman to ever qualify for this position. The first one was Gwen Margolis in 2008 when it first became uh, an elected office. And uh, what a great woman! Oh my God! Oh, I had the pleasure of working with Gwen Margolis many years because I don't know if you know this. I used to work for Miami-Dade County government. I was director of community relations for integral relations, domestic violence. I can tell you a whole story about me too. But she was an amazing, amazing leader, and what a huge loss for Miami-Dade County. So you're the second one. I'm the second one. Yes. Congratulations. And, uh, Thank you. So, uh, so uh, I, this office is just so perfect for me because it uh, it brings everything together for me. Not only am I a state general appraiser, what's the highest class, um, designation, 
in the state of Florida, and I've been practicing uh, pri uh, in the private sector appraising uh, for over 20 years. And the wow. last five years, I've been at the office of the property appraiser. So I am from the inside. I know the, the systems where we can improve or to make uh, taxes more fair and equitable. And then along that, I was, oh, I was a Cub Scout mom. I was a Cub Master when my kids were young and the room mother. And uh, so then uh, I became an appraiser. And then as I got older, I got involved with the League of Women Voters because I've always been very civically engaged. I became um, their president for two years after being a board member. And that gave me an opportunity to see so many different sectors of our community and the need that we have in so many different areas. Outstanding. Uh, and then I, I also uh, became uh, the chair of the Co Commission on Human Rights for Miami-Dade County. So it was really good. I want to get back to the human rights in a second, because that's very, very important for our community to hear that. But talking about your career, so am I hearing that you have at least 20 years of experience behind your belt, correct? Correct. In the property appraising world, if you will. I also understand that you are licensed by the state of Florida for real estate appraising, which is the highest license you can get. Can you expound on that part? So, uh, so yeah. So um, when you first decide to become an appraiser, you become a trainee appraiser. And after a while, you become uh, a, an appraiser. But then you have to continue doing um, continuing education and taking tests, which is like really, really hard. I can imagine and, it's hard. <laughs> then you then you'll get your state general and a state general um, can uh, value appraise commercial and residential properties. There's some okay. other people that only have the residential. I have both. I appraise large commercial buildings, malls, um, office building, warehouses and single family single family homes. That's that's a lot. So congratulations on that for sure. And of course, working for that private company for many years, what, like 17 years? I mean, yeah. that would give you a lot of experience as well. So in retrospect, what influenced you to run for the Miami-Dade County property appraiser position? So my family has always been civically engaged with always being involved in the community because we know the need. and. If you're able to, Rachel, everyone should be involved and do whatever they can in their community. It just happens to be that because of my professional qualifications and my civic engagement, the Office of the Property Appraiser got those both. I mean, professionally, this is what I do. And also with that, I, I care about the community. And that's why I've been, I've been involved for so many years. Amazing. That That's really amazing to see the, the impetus. And I'm sure that our viewers can feel you know, the excitement, you know, in your voice. Okay, so let's go back now to your civic because you mentioned your, your civic participation with different groups and that's very important. You know, I'm sure that a lot of our viewers all are participating in many civic groups, but more importantly, people like you that are running for office, especially key positions, like you are trying to run for the Miami-Dade County Property Appraisers Office. You mentioned something that really caught my attention because my background is community relations, especially human rights, and all those viewers that know me know that I'm a passionate person for human rights. And apparently you are as well. Talk to us about your role in the Miami-Dade County Human Rights Commission, what you stand for, what this organization stands for, and where do you see our world going, especially here in Miami-Dade County? Uh, yes, so the Commission on Human Rights um, is uh, a board uh, under the, uh, the, the 
13 commissioners, right? I was uh, Barbara Jordan's appointee, and I was a board member for a long time, and we focus on discrimination, right? Any type of discrimination, which is like so hurtful to our community and that still happens, right? Uh, many of the cases that we deal with is uh, discrimination at the workplace, you know? because uh, people, um, you know, uh, they claim that they fired them. And so we go through the whole process of looking at their case and making determinations. It's a quasi-judicial board. And uh, we also, in terms of uh, housing, people that feel that have been discriminated because of the color of their skin or with their marital status, they can bring it to the, uh, to the Commission on Human Rights. And we hear the case from both parties and then we have a board that makes determination. It's a very important board. Um, it's, they began it in the 1960s, so it's been around for a long time, and it's composed by uh, two members from each commission district. So each commissioner uh, can can appoint somebody to them. I love it. I love that you belong to this group. I think it's sensational, especially now, Marisol, where there's a climate for systemic change, not only here in Miami-Dade County, but around the world. We want equality, justice, and fairness for all. And it seems that that's the same route that you want to take if you should win the Miami-Dade County property appraiser's position on August 18. So I love it, equality for all, it doesn't matter your color, your race, your gender identity, your sexual orientation, your religion, your nationality, you are all for fairness and equality. Congratulations on that, Marisol. Thank you. It makes me really happy to serve there, yes. Okay, so let's talk about endorsements. I know that you received many, mm -hmm. so kudos for that, and many, many yeah. accolades to you. But just for the purposes, you know, that our viewers are watching you, what would be two, if I would ask you just for two, out of the many that you received, what would stand out in your mind, two of the endorsements that you would like to share with all our viewers tonight? So my, my one of the, the two best ones are, my union, Ask Me Florida, is a union uh, where I work, basically, because they understand the need for change. They, I've been involved with our union. Um, I've represented uh, the employees, and they know that I'm fair, and they know that I'm going to be with the workers. This union it has over 100,000 members. Wow. It's Yeah. So it, That's impressive. That is impressive. A lot. But, but they've seen the way that I'm, my willingness to work with them and how I care about the employees and how about how I care about the county. And then the other one was the Miami Herald endorsement. You know? Congratulations. So that one was huge because um, uh, I pointed out all the inequities and um, things where the office is lacking and they could see my vision and fairness for the Miami-Dade County taxpayers beginning like i said uh with the website making it available to to our diverse community and along with that um you you had mentioned about the appeals process so the appeals process uh, ends up being really lopsided because people um the regular taxpayer uh, doesn't know how to represent themselves and they come to a hearing in front of a magistrate and they don't know the timing of the things the, the documents that they need to present um, and they come uh, against somebody like like me, an appraiser or, uh, from the office that we. And it could be quite intimidating too. We, we don't know. Correct, but so they haven't been versed in in all of these, and so that when they come, they don't get the the reduction that maybe they do deserve, right? right. But then on the other side, you have um, people in the higher income scale 
that can hire tax agents, right? And the tax agents are professionals. The many of them are attorneys and have the latest uh, and, and innovation and information. So they go against somebody like me, let's say, and they may be more prepared, even though they may not uh, deserve a reduction, but the magistrate listens to them because they made a more convincing case. And they end oh. up paying less of their share of tax. Anyway, yeah. Hold on to that talk because I want to revisit it again because I think a lot of our viewers are interested in, in hearing what you have to say. Again, I'm bringing back the fairness and the equality that it seems that you want to propose for the property appraisers position if you should be elected on August 18. Hold on to those thoughts. We'll be right back. Let me say thank you to all our advertisers. I'd like to begin with the Jose Milton Foundation, Anna Vega Milton, and of course, Daniela Levine as well who is running for Miami-Dade County uh, Commissioner for, actually no, Miami-Dade County Mayor for Miami-Dade County. So Daniela Levine, congratulations on that. Catherine Fernandez-Rundle is also running for the Miami-Dade County State Attorney position. We've known her for many, many years. She's excellent. And of course we have Mike Mirabal, who's a powerhouse himself as well, local and national, international attorney running for Miami-Dade County uh, judge as well. Jackson Health Foundation, Jackson Health Systems, we love you immensely. Thank you for saving so many people's lives. Everybody comes and sees you here. And of course, we have Nicole Alvarez, our attorney, whether it's a criminal defense, whether it's immigration, whether it's family law, Survivor's Pathway, Francesco Dubrilli as well, doing an outstanding job with human trafficking, missing children, domestic violence. And of course, we have Saposnik Insurance, helping employers with insurance, with their wellness, so on and so forth. We have a Gerardo de Broward, and that's an amazing newspaper, thanks to Elaine Miscelli Vasquez, who is the president and CEO of this organization, as well as Hispanic Women of Distinction. And we have United Home Care, keeping our adults at home. Why? Because it's great to be home. Of course, Catholic Hospice, in times of need, they nurture you, they give you lots of love. Catholic Hospice, thank you for being with us. And lastly, almost lastly, we have VIP Sales, Anthony D'Amato, Toyota North Miami, excellent cars with fantastic prices. And of course, Marisol Centeno, candidate for Miami-Dade County property appraiser. Thank you, all our advertisers, because without you, the show would not be possible. Getting back to you, Marisol, I like what you're saying because somebody like me that feels that perhaps the property appraiser's office, and I'm sure all of you would, you would feel that way, it's, you know, it could be kind of confusing if we're not very well versed or understand it, understanding. So that being said, so are you saying tonight to all our viewers that if you should be elected as a property appraiser, it seems that you would like to bring a little bit of more of, of understanding, of respect for our diversities, for people that don't know so much, somebody like me that would not know how to, you know about the property taxes, you would try to educate us and you would try to seek for fairness, equality. What about a situation like COVID-19? Is that something that could be considered by the property appraisers? We're all going through economic hardship right now. Talk to us about that. Oh, definitely. Uh, COVID-19 is going to have such a huge impact in our in our county and the nation and world, right? Um, so I've already proposed that I've been speaking with legislators and senators that we can have some kind of tax relief. Uh, they need to bring legislation that will address the issue of how are people going to pay for their property taxes. It's not only the businesses, but that have been closed for all these months. Um, one of the valuations uh, that we use, approaches that we use, is um, the income approach for commercial properties. These hotels, they haven't been made um, making any money. 
So, right. but our assessments are based as of January 1st. And those values also are based on information on 2019. In 2019, everything was glorious and fine and dandy. We were booming, Marisol. But we were booming. Yeah, right, we were booming all the way to like March. So, um, so then when they get the tax bill, it's gonna they're gonna come, we're gonna have an extraordinary amount of petitions at the value adjustment board. But it's not only the, the businesses, Rachel, it's also the regular citizens. So right. many property owners have lost their jobs. Over 20 million people have lost their jobs. Imagine oh, how right. they feel about their property. But having somebody like you, because again, you're trying to say here fairness and equality for all. You're trying to go that beyond, you know, the beyond step, the beyond feet to try to see if you can consider the economic hardships if you should be elected on August 18 as our Miami-Dade County property appraiser. You're going to bring that humanness. You're going to look at the, at the economic hardships that we're all having. So that's really good news if you should be elected on August 18 as Miami-Dade County property appraiser. Definitely. And, and that's the issue. I care about our community. I've proven it. I've been doing it all my life. I'm so in touch. I know what the people are struggling and they're going to need help. So I'm already, I'm not the property appraiser yet, but I will be. But I people can vote start. now, correct? People can start voting now and then yeah, also yeah. August 19. Early voting has been in places. It started on Monday and it's going to go through next week on Sunday. They're also open on Saturdays and Sundays. And I've been already advocating for, for people to get, um, to get help because we are going to need it. And then the, the 2021 uh, um, assessments are going to be impacted by the values of 2020. So it's it's going to be very tough and we need a leader. We need somebody that's going to be an advocate and proactive in getting help for our community. So I am hearing for the last time, I want to make sure that our viewers get this point. You are willing to talk to the Miami-Dade County administrators. You are willing to also go at the local, state and see how we can deal with these economic hardships with our property taxes, correct? Definitely. I'm already doing it. I, I okay. have friends in, in, uh, in many of the... Uh, I just want to drive that point home because that affects all of our viewers. Yeah. Okay, so let me ask you this. August 18 comes in, right? Let's suppose, you know, people elected, you become our, our property appraiser. What changes would you make more or less immediately? immediately the the appeal we're gonna have so many appeals we, and we usually have them on the office and now we're gonna we had them after COVID 19 we have we have ha having them over the phone i propose that we have it over zoom zoom meetings where interactive right and that we can just email the information and we all have it uh facing each other so we can uh value and have the hearings just like we're having this the commissioners are doing that and it's uh, uh, sanctified by the state that we can have these types of meetings. Is and that not happening now? What you're no, proposing? it's not. It's not? It's not. So, so right will now, the people have to go right now to the correct. office? So right now the people are going to get their trim notices and the office is going to welcome into, into the office. We've had cases on the seventh floor of people getting sick. Okay? And uh, no. we can't have people coming in. We need to have a different way, a different vision. We need to be innovative in these times of crisis and come up with the, what other people are doing. So be able, so we're able to help and, and, and provide the service to the community. Marisol, let me ask you this. How many offices, physical offices, if you will, does the Miami-Dade County Property Appraisers Office as of today 
have throughout Miami-Dade County? How many offices? That's a good question. We have offices in three different places. We have one in Overtown, we have the downtown uh, at Government Center, and one in South Dade. But one, so people um, only can go to those, right? But I propose, and then uh, different times we go out to the community, uh, but it's only twice a year. Now, when trim notice are, are open, they'll have some. But I propose that year-round, we have satellite offices at libraries and candles so people don't have to come all the way into to downtown or South Dade, um, up in Medley and Hialeah. So the, the regular, our regular citizens don't have to commute to downtown and pay high parking fees, maneuver through downtown, those are one-way roads, and they don't have to lose time. Right, because it's not—it's not just the. the well, we're talking about time, getting in your car, Money. you know, the gas, parking, parking which is parking expensive. Is over fifteen dollars for two hours in downtown, and then even like let's say uh, a working family, if you have to take two, three, four hours just to get, you know, just to get an issue solved, when you could do it simply close to your house, right? So I will have strategic locations around the whole county where people don't have to go so far. Because again, it's making it accessible, Rachel. It's making it transparent. It's making it fair for everyone, not just a few people. That, uh, you know, I will be serving the entire county, all sectors, all colors, all socioeconomic scales of it. And that's why I'm passionate about this and, and why, I wanna, why I decided to run and why I'm gonna win this race because it's important to our community to to have somebody that cares, somebody that's gonna be there and somebody that's gonna help us, somebody that's gonna be looking out for us. Outstanding. So let's talk about your management style, Ms. Mighty Centeno. <laughs> what kind, if you should win on August 18 as a Miami-Dade County property appraiser, right? What kind of management style do you have? Are you going to, if you win, get the position you know, and, and delegate and oversee, or are you going to make sure you're on top of everything? Which I'm going to be, I've already have a plan. I'm already wait, working. Well, let's hear it. Let's hear uh, it. What's your plan? My transition team, okay, to see each department, and I'm going to be so involved. I like knowing what's happening because that is my job. That is my job. I need to be involved and see how systems can work together instead of silos, how we can, they can be integrated. Remember, I work there. So I know how, how disparate it is. So, so you're going to be a hands-on person. Hands-on, yes. I like, you know, I'm a runner. I like running and jogging. And, you know, you got to be involved. If not, you don't know what's happening. You need to be involved. That is what your job is. Outstanding. Well, unfortunately, Marisol, our time is running out. I want to congratulate you on all of your accomplishments, on your vision to make some serious changes with the Miami-Dade County Property Appraiser's Office if you should be elected. Uh, in your case, you're trying to see if you could create more fairness, more equality. Is there a perhaps a message, a deep message that you would like to give to all our viewers tonight before we depart? Yes, Rachel, thank you. So this is such an important office. As you said, so much of the budget 35 to 43% of our, our of the county budget that pays for services, school, libraries, um, police, uh, teachers, comes out of this. So I want people to understand that in me, they have somebody that cares about every single resident of the county, 
that I have the qualifications. I have over 20 years of experience. I work at the office, which is huge and a, and a great risk. And because this is so important to me, Rachel, is why I decided to run. Um, I'm running against the incumbent who is my boss, my boss. And, um, you know, um, it's, a, it's a huge toll, but it doesn't matter because it's not about me. It's because I know that the Miami-Dade County residents deserve better. They deserve a leader that is going to be involved, that is going to help us through this crisis. I am that leader. I have proven I am concerned about my community. I have so much in my uh, civic engagement, and, and I care. I truly, honestly love Miami-Dade County, and I'm so glad that I'm running. It has been such an amazing experience. I just need people to get out and vote for me. Number 367 on your ballot, you can vote early and all the way to uh, August the 18th. Okay, well, congratulations, Marisol Centeno. Obviously, candidate for Miami-Dade County Property Appraiser. Get out and vote, my friends. Uh, congratulations, Marisol. Best of luck in all of your endeavors. And to all of you, thank you so much for joining us on On Point Rachel Turgeman, the special edition. Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel, On Point Rachel Turgeman. And remember to abide by the CDC guidelines. I was somewhat sad to see today that the numbers, especially here in the state of Florida, have gone up. My friends, we cannot let our guards down. That's all for the, our nation and for our world. We cannot let our guards down. Don't worry what the experts are saying, that this virus is not going to go away. It can go away. With God's help and each one of us doing our part, watching over our back, wearing that mask, you know, washing our hands, keeping our distance, we can overcome this and we will get rid of this virus forever. God bless you all. I want to mention before I leave, this Tuesday coming up, August 11th, I'm going to have with us Anna Vega Milton. She's an engineer, she's an attorney, and she's the president and CEO of the Jose Milton Foundation, an amazing stellar philanthropist making Miami-Dade County and the world a better place for all of us. God bless you, my friends. Have a great evening. Bye-bye for now. No, you're good. <laughs>